Hello, Internet. It's Tori. You're listening to the Cosmere Deep Dive Podcast. To join the discussion, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash CosmereCast, where you'll find an invitation to our Discord server. Thank you for listening, and please enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the Cosmere Deep Dive Podcast. I'm your host, Mike. Joining me this week are Craig. Hi. Dave. Yeah, what's up? And Tori. Hello, Internet. And we start with Good Thing, and Craig does that. Go. All right, uh, I just recently read the first book of the Millennial Mage series, which is called Mageling. Uh, it's not bad. It's it's a, a it's titled, sorry, it's a slice of life progression fantasy. That's that's what it's described as. I don't know if I would call it slice of life, but um, I, I think it does have that progression fantasy uh, part of it. Uh, it's about, it's a world where it seems like mages are quite common. Uh, and, and it follows one of them who just graduated from Academy and is getting a job and trying to, you know, make a life of being a mage and has a really interesting world and, and set up to it. Um, so I, I am interested in seeing where it, it goes. Uh, it used to be for free on, I guess, Royal Road or something. And the author, J.L. Mullins, has recently put it, you know, for sale on Amazon. Uh, and I think it's free on the Kindle Unlimited thing if you have that. So uh, anyway, it's pretty good. Uh, it's called Mageling, J.L. Mullins. It's the first book. I have just finished it, which means I can read Secret Project 3. Yay! Uh, all right. I don't have anything to talk about regarding Craig's uh, good thing this week. So I think it's uh, Dave's turn because I don't hear anybody else jumping in here either. <laughs> all right, I'll go. So, uh the last few weeks, I've been really jamming out to this uh, soundtrack to a game called Dicey Dungeons. And I've talked about Dicey Dungeons before, but I only recently got into listening to the music. And it's like really cool, chippy, but also very jazzy. It's really interesting. And oh, hey, by the way, Dicey Dungeons was composed by a woman named Niam Houston. She's from Northern Ireland. Uh, I thought I was going to have trouble pronouncing the Japanese names, but the <laughs> Irish names are, sorry, Northern Irish names are, can be more difficult. Uh, you might know her by her alias slash stage name Chipzel, C-H-I-P-Z-E-L. She composed yeah. the music for Dicey Dungeons as well as Super Hexagon. Also, oh man, I know Chipzel. I didn't really. Game, yeah. Female video game composer. I, she just, also I just didn't know she did all these different things. Did Spectra, which I had never heard of, but uh, I found it while searching for other music by Chipsel, and did some at least some music for the Cadence of Hyrule DLC, as well as I think maybe some Necrodancer, maybe like a Celeste B side. I'm not sure, but definitely Dicey Dungeon, Super Hexagon, Spectra are are her babies. Uh, she actually, fun fact about Chipsel, she got into composing for chiptunes by using, I guess it's like a homebrew ROM for the Game Boy called Little Sound DJ, where it's just like a cartridge that you put in and like you can mix music on it. I looked into it a little bit. It looks looks like a pretty cool concept, but uh, that's that's basically where she you know first started becoming interested in composing chip music. And my favorite pieces by Chipsel are Fighting Chance and Against All Odds, both from Dicey Dungeons. And also, I liked the title track from Spectra, as well as Evolution, also from Spectra, which I just found while I was looking up more about Chipsel. And you can find out more about her on her website, www.chipsel.co.uk. Semi-related to the topic of Northern Irish names, it is my deeply held belief that the Welsh language is not actually a language. It's a practical joke that got out of hand. <laughs> Man, I've played La Mulana too, and that checks out. So any Welsh speakers in the audience, fight me, bro. Oh, they will, and they will bring all of their consonants. Well, they're vowels, but they look like consonants. Like it's a, just L's and Y's. Like a, I'll be fine. A W is actually a W. <laughs> I mean, go figure. <laughs> All right. Uh, sounds like it's my turn. Uh, so my good thing this week is Cooper Street Blueberry Lemon Twice Baked Cookies. I've seen that, that before. Are... Where have I seen that before? 
I literally just showed it on camera like three times before we started recording. Ah. If you saw it other than that, I don't know. I got them from Costco because that's where I get most stuff these days. Um, but they are nothing artificial, made with real Michigan blueberries, peanut-free, 30 calories per cookie, dairy-free, soy-free, low-sodium, enlarged to show detail, net weight 20 ounces. Mm. <laughs> I love enlarged to show detail. It's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> uh, but but for real, they are they are hecka tasty. Um, I've just been snacking my day away on the on these guys. Uh, so if you can find them, real real good, heavily har- heartily suggested, recommended. The, it's got the Mike stamp of approval. Uh, speaking of Mike stamps of approval, Tori. Yes. It's your turn. Oh, okay. Um, I okay, guys. I don't. I don't play a lot of board games, but I played a fun one this week. It's oh, I'm called excited. Un- Unstable Unicorns. I know I'm the last person in the in the world to get on this, but it's an adorable little game. So you and your friends, uh, you you draw these cards, and some of them are unicorns. And when you play a unicorn, it goes into your stable. And some of them have abilities, and they do stuff, but. Uh, the goal of the game is to get a certain number of unicorns in your stable before everybody else. Uh, the, the number of unicorns changes depending on how many players are in the game. But um, all of the cards are adorable, and all of the abilities are adorable, and uh, and it was cute, and it was fun, and um, really short game. It only only took like less than 30 minutes to play around. So, Is this the one made by the oatmeal? I don't or am know. I thinking That's, of a different thing? The, the, there exploding is a game made by the oatmeal. Yeah, exploding made, kittens. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Well, I'll. So it was I can cute, look things though. up. It was cute. I will say, when, I, it did when not you look like the oatmeal style. When, when you mentioned unstable unicorns, I was hoping they were physical unicorns that you have to stack one at a time uh, on top of each other until it falls over, you know, Jenga style. Yeah. Well, no, you have to get fun. them out of the stables. Okay, you so have the to publisher, unstable them so that you can write them. The publisher is Unstable Games. Uh, it looks like they've come out with a few things, but not not Exploding Kittens. The, this is not the same company. I, I think they also do, like, adorable t-shirts. Like, it, the art style is reminding game. me of these t-shirts I see. Like, <laughs> it's not a game. Um, just advertised on, like, Pinterest and things. But, um, yeah, I don't know who did it, but... Uh, all the unicorns were cute, and there were narwhals in there, too. <laughs> <laughs> the unicorns of the sea. Yeah. So, cute little game. Super fun. Uh, yeah. So, that was a good thing. What do we do next? Bad thing. We kick Dave out. Okay, bye, bye Dave. See Ba-doom. you later. <laughs> no, no, not yet. Wait. Are you sure? Because <laughs> it feels right to kick Dave out right now. <laughs> I mean... Right? I, just... I feel like we haven't kicked him out in a while. Yeah, in my notes, it's fine. Kicked me out last week. All right. Uh, I guess not if we can't kick Dave out, let's do Dave Chapters. All right. Chapters Dave. Sorry. Yeah, Chapters Dave. That's how that's pronounced. Yeah. Uh, Bring in the It's been almost Dave. a week. It has been almost a week since we last recorded an episode, guys. I've completely forgotten everything. Yeah. Yeah, we're still getting the hang of this. What's uh, Chapter <laughs> 23? You know what they the, say. Elon, it gets better. Elon's a miscreant. I don't think I said that yet. It gets better after episode 300, guys. Just keep right. listening in. <laughs> Chapter is, 23. Is now the time to mention that I completely did not read the chapters this week. <gasps> Me too, Tori. Now okay. now would be the time. I read my chapters. I'm reading I, Secret Project 3. <laughs> I was a good boy. I have not started on Secret Project 3 yet. Oh. Mm. Cradle, the Cradle reread has, has drawn me in. I finished... I finished rereading book two, and now now I'm stuck. I have to keep going. Is this Secret Project 1, the Lost Metal? No. no. This, this is, is not Tress. a secret project. Trell. This is a known Tress. project. Secret Project 1 is Tress McNeil of the Radiant Ocean. Yeah. Of the Emerald Sea. You got sea. it. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. Tress McNeil didn't do the voice of Buttercup, who would be the Emerald one. That was Kath Salsey. All right. Chapter 23. What if you combine Duralumin with Cadmium or Bendeloy? Milan is a miscreant. 
you could probably also use fairy chemical speed to enter a bubble. Marasi truck gets thrown away much like a train gets suplexed. This jump around fight reminds me of anime. <laughs> yeah. If I were a miner and my boss provided me with a pickaxe and I broke it, I certainly wouldn't build my boss for a pickaxe. Remember Newton's third law from Final Empire? Wayne loves blowing things up. Wax loves shooting things up. Is that the two law the two of Newton's laws? No, that's the the dwarfs from Warcraft 2. Like blowing things blow. up. They love blowing things up. Man, oh, good times. Yeah. All right. Uh, I guess I get to do these this week because I'm the only one who read chapters that isn't Dave. I could do or, or we could try to interpret what they mean based on our very limited memory. Very limited. Or we could have Dave, in addition to his notes, attempt to communicate through interpretive dance. <laughs> well, that's great for us. Uh, so, yeah. What if you combine Duralumin with Cadmium or Bendeloy? Uh, it would be super time, I think. It's super time. <laughs> but then the question then becomes does it make the time go super distorted within the normal bubble size or does it do the normal time dilation within a super big bubble which part gets bigger yes craig in spoiler chat i see that you're saying that we find out by the end of the book but guess who doesn't remember the end of the book Why craig how you could you see that craig i can't believe you spoiled that by typing it in the channel i can't see <laughs> How come Tori never gets in trouble? <laughs> because she's good. <laughs> sure. Because Tori has the mic stamp of approval. <laughs> Man, how do I order one of those? Alright, so is Milana miscreant? Or a miscreant? Uh, in that she uh, actively actively violences, uh, and Vendel thinks that that's weird? Yes. But she's like one of the fourth kids, it's alright for her. Like, it's her and Tensoon that are weird, and everybody else is normal. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. You could probably also use ferrochemical speed to enter a bubble, but we can't ever know that, because the only person who had ferrochemical speed was Idashwi. Where is she now? Dead. She mm. dead. Roshar? When did Idashwi die? Oh, wait, that's uh, when, right. And when, when I was saying um, <laughs> the Blob Wife book, yeah. She was in, so like, Idashwi died before we met Idashwi. Yeah. yeah. But we found out... But then we met her later as a kid. And yet we remember her name better than some other characters that have had more chapters. Well, because it's, her name is so... Idashwi! She has the most Dickensian name in the entire series. Uh, she, she has... Brandon... I assume put that in as a filler name with the intention of going back and fixing it. <laughs> oh, well, looks terrible enough. Just, it works. And then just the editors missed it, I guess. <laughs> I, or, I am... or the other way is Brandon fought for that name. <laughs> no, no, no. Mm. I'm picturing, I'm picturing he, he put the name in as a placeholder and the editors are like, what was that thing that we needed to get to before this goes to publication? And then Brandon was like, guys, I wrote a whole bunch of books while I was bored. And the editors just went, oh, and forgot <laughs> they said to, to, to fix that placeholder. <laughs> they had, said, no, no, they no. had to just finish up and get to they're, the next They're one, used yeah. to this. They're like, it's Brandon. This is my schedule. We're good. They, they know to expect it. <laughs> I'm, I'm really liking the, like, he fought for the name. Like, no. Angle. We're doing I I have no other name I could possibly give. I dash we. What about I mash we? Yeah. Or I rash we. Uh, anyway. Uh let's see. Marisi truck gets thrown away, much like a train gets suplexed. Uh mm -hmm. yeah, she's fighting Sabin. Sabin Figaro. Wait. Brother of Edgar Roney Figaro. Mm -hmm. But he's a he's a pewter dude. You know, for a fight scene you actually have a this lot guy. of bullet points. I'm impressed, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> bullet points. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Um, also, I think right in here is where Superman shows up. Does that, does that sound about right? No. Hmm. What's he no, that's later. Song? So, like, Wax, right. Wax Superman's onto the scene. Mm. At, at yeah, at the end here. of the chapter. So. I, okay. I was thinking of the ultimate showdown of Ultimate Destiny. I'm like, I remember Batman being in there. So, Vendel... no, Wax is normally Batman, but he Superman's into this scene. Mm -hmm. All right, Dave, you're talking about Vendel. Keep going. Yeah, Vendel... It has to act as a decoy, you know, because he's a conjurer and he probably can't die. 
So he runs out there and he gets all mangled and beat up and the cycle whose bones he's wearing, he really liked them. And he's like, oh, you're going to buy me some new bones. And I'm like, bull crap, they gave you those bones like for free to so that you could work this job. Like you, you were, was he promised to like take them home at the end of the mission? Uh, Probably. I mean, he keeps trying to like arrange for arrange to collect bones from people. I have to assume that he put that provision in the contract. Oh yeah, maybe, absolutely. It's part of uh, his and payment. Then for for your analogy, uh, if I were a miner and my boss provided me with a pickaxe and I broke it, I certainly wouldn't bill my boss for a pickaxe. But you would requisition another pickaxe. Like it would still be the boss's responsibility to make sure that you have a pickaxe. Right, but if the job is done then I'm not going to be like, I need another pickaxe to spy on this mission that's already over. Mm. Uh, anyway, uh, Newton's third law from Final Empire. No, I don't remember that. So, for every push... Who who was Newton in the Final Empire? I don't remember a Newton character. I remember a Yeedon. I remember a Yeoman. Newton uh, was Kelsius' trainer. Every action has an opposite and equal reaction. Right, so you can't push on a truck. If you push on a truck and you're lighter than the truck, you'll probably just go flying backwards unless you have something behind you to push on as well. No, they didn't unless have trucks you have another in truck. the Final Empire. If you tried to push a cow... Then a metal cow, like a golden calf. Work because it's not metal. Right? Well, it could be a golden calf. If you give a metal cow a cookie... <laughs> a blue- I don't know where I'm going with this. Blueberry, with lemon blueberry twice-baked cookies, Dave. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they're so good. I, <laughs> really, they're, I would like to be eating them right now instead of talking on a microphone. Well, stop talking about the cookies because you're making me so jealous. So anyway, we get a reminder of Newton's third law. And then Wayne loves blowing things up. I don't remember why I said that. But then Wax shows Probably up. because he loves blowing things up. Yeah. I don't think Wayne even blew anything up. I thought Marisy did the blowing up. Maybe he was like, hey, I wanted to blow things up. Like, Marisy was talking about grabbing some explosives from the explosive truck, which turned out to have been the one that Wayne was on, that nobody thought about that. Maybe that was it. It was like, of course, or, or maybe it was like, ah, oh, why would they put the bombs in Wayne's truck? How irresponsible. But, I mean, if someone's going to blow up in a truck, like, Hoyt and Wayne probably have the best chance of survival. I mean, Wayne has, like, infinite money. That's the only reason he would survive is from his infinite money. Wait, do you think he could pay people to fill... Does he still have the unaspected gold mines from the last book? He sure doesn't. Oh, that would be useful to have, and he could pay people to fill them up for him. I mean, that is is just... Magitech capitalism is, you know, you, you, you put together a whole warehouse full of people to be a little bit sick all the time to funnel you health, right? Yeah, kind of like they had Terra to... Wait, they didn't know Terra was... Hmm. I don't know. Uh, anyway, sure. Wax shows up and he's like, well, Hey, kinda, I all right, let's equate you guys started let's, shooting. Let's equate it to Final Fantasy V, where you have mages powering a ship with fire. That sounds better. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, yeah, and Wax shows up, and I guess he's Superman now, instead of Batman. He used to be Batman. I- I'm assuming he'll be Batman again, but right now, when he enters this scene, he's a million percent Superman. Batman puts the detective in Detective Comics comics. Anything else? Uh, there's some chatter down in the spoiler chat that I would like to type about, but I'm not going to. Uh, we can talk. Uh, Dave's All right, to that's an part. episode. No, no, no. Craig, I said type about, not talk about. I don't want to talk about it. Chapter Dave doesn't need to Chapter 24. It's pretty funny that Wayne has a swear derived from the fact that says it is a eunuch. Wayne is as assuming her heme allergy wait what let's take that again wayne is assuming her heme allergy crazy fangirl get rude is her name she's like she's like the crazy wayne fangirl like oh i'm in love with you i'm here to kill you i, I, I hope we saw it was gertruda getruda getruda mm-hmm. i guess it could be getruda or getruda don't listen to me you think i know yes <laughs> Garuda. I think I was thinking of Garuda. Because there's Gertrude. Fun. Like, that's a, a right, real name. Right, Gertrude, but not Getrude. Yeah, I know. I see it's a G. Gertruda. Well, that's how you know it doesn't start with a Y sound, because it's a G. Gertrude. Right. What? Fine dude shows up. 
epic maneuver. <laughs> oh, is it an epic Jordy maneuver? It is an epic Jordy maneuver, yeah. <laughs> maneuver, but I can't remember who did that. All right. Oh, well, Wax will figure out that that sequence can use the Duralumin. Shrug. So, chapter 24. I mean, it, it's not as though she could actually get that information to him at this point. Like, she's not withholding it because, like, just for funsies. Although that would be hilarious. Uh, <laughs> That's what Wayne would do. No, he's already gone at that point, so she can't tell him. She's like, all right, well, uh, he'll figure it out. But if it were Wayne, he <laughs> would have had every opportunity to say it and then just be like, I knew you'd figure it out, old chap. Yes, exactly. Uh, all right, so yeah, Wayne has a fun a fun swear about says it's missing bits. And then uh, he fights a cheater. Yeah, he, he fights girl Wayne. She keeps trying to get his accent down during the fight. <laughs> bespiked girl Wayne. Uh, Wait. I don't know who Fine Dude is. Who is Fine Dude? Is that, that wasn't the mayor, right? He showed is up that, Is that Dumad? Is that who you mean, Dumad? I don't know. Who? I don't know what Dumad is. Dumad what is, are you talking about, Craig? Dumad is the uh, Wax's counterpart. Who? I don't think we got his name yet. There's a guy... There's the sequence. Maybe it was the sequence. But the sequence was already here. So who showed up? Oh, maybe it was uh, maybe it was Wax. Maybe Wax was the fine dude that showed up. I'm so confused by this by this bullet point. Uh, what's the epic maneuver? Tell me about that. Oh, hold on. Okay. Speak speak to me Try of this epic maneuver. It. It's it's okay. There's one scene in Star Trek, the best when, of both worlds, part one. When or is it part uh, the, two? the the warp core is exploding, so Jordy's getting everyone out. And essentially, the doors are starting to sh- shut. There's like steam and everything. Jordy's trapped inside, and then he runs under the door, does a roll. It's like in pure Indiana Jones, <laughs> epic Jordy maneuver. It's one of the old uh, "You're the man now" dog memes. <laughs> does he reach back in for his hat or whip? <laughs> I his think visor, someone has made actually. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that probably is a white. Oh wait. But now he doesn't. Yeah, he does actually. He does actually like turn around and look at the door. I think. All right, looking creme post. I have shown you what it is. I thought they were steam though, so that oh, was my wow. my memory. That wasn't even close. It Jordan, felt you had close. all day. You could have just walked. <laughs> that's, what's, that's what's so great about it. But it looks so good. Have to do it. Uh, <laughs> back. It would have been better like, if he I dropped get, his visor uh, and had to reach in for it. I get that it's television, you don't have a ton of takes to do it, and you don't want to cut it too close because, you know, there's every opportunity to screw it up and have to reshoot. But also, (laughs) that was a lot of distance. He had so much time. The thing is, you have to understand, I remember that scene a little bit differently in my mind. It's more epic in my head. Well, you're thinking of of it with the music from the meme. Yeah, that too. All right. Uh, yeah, that pretty well covers the I don't the remember who did that, but someone did something that made me think of that. Oh, wait, I forgot the part about the anime. So, oh, it was last chapter. We missed it. All right, so you know how, like, in anime, when they've got, like, sometimes they'll just have people, like, jump from, like, point A to point B to point C to point D, like... Yes, C like, like, Cradle. Ah, ah, ah. That yeah, is just full of that's Cradle. What the, that's what a Bendeloy versus Bendeloy fight probably looks like. Uh, actually, that would have been... Wouldn't that have been this? No, I guess that would have been last chapter, because last chapter was a Marisi perspective, and she's just sort of watching the things happen. Yeah, and Getruda uses her Bendeloy to break into their speed bubble. But I think that if you were... If you had... Oh, no. What if she actually has Idashwi's power? Uh, but anyways, yeah. I, th- I think that you could speed actually well. use ferrochemical speed to enter a speed bubble. I'd allow it. All right. Well, so the problem is you'd ha- it's when you start because, you know, time is, is going really slow. Uh, if you're in the bubble, then your outside perspective, time's going really slow. So you have to react. If you're on the outside, you have to react very quickly because every second you waste, that's a lot of time passing, you know, within the bubble. Yep. Where Plus, you- where are you going to get enough chili dogs? Mobius. Chapter 25. Chapter 25. C. I guess that was Wax finding out about the Duralumin. Sequence. <laughs> I guess Bronze can see, see any type of investiture. 
Wait, isn't bronze basically like listening to the tones of Roshar? Leech? Yes, Dave. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> yes, it is, Dave. Did I? That's actually a big deal that you should uh, be very proud of figuring out. That's Did a I Dave figure theory. that out, or have we talked about it before? I don't think we have. I don't think we like, explicitly we've, pointed we've t- it out to you. The three of us have talked about it. I don't think we've included you on it. But yeah, you, I guess since a... we're breaking here, um, review member Marsh's bronze lesson with Vin, he explains how oh, you actually, different types of metals burning, they actually sound different or have different rhythms. And I'm like, wait a second. Or a different visual color. But all allomancy is from preservation, though. So I guess they're probably similar enough to one another. But, like, you could probably burn bronze and, like, hear the the rhythm of odium and the rhythm of cultivation and all that. So I I liken... I liken the pure hey. tones as like a a major chord or something like that or a uh, a certain scale that that you can hear and you play notes or like like it's this is C major or, or something like that. So there are notes that you can play that make sense because you know it's it's part of it. So it works and that that's sort of mentally that's sort of how my thinking is when it comes to that. So hey Dave, hmm? remember those screamer void spren on Roshar? That could spot Kaladin as soon as he started uh, doing Night Radianty stuff. Were they burning bronze? Uh, equivalent, yeah. Interesting, but no, I don't remember them. Okay, uh, they could also spot um, the the fax machines, and they had a harder time with Shalon <laughs> stuff. <laughs> the fax machine, yeah. It's a, it, it's a bigger book uh, in Oathbringer because you don't really see them of Rhythm War. They're mentioned, but they can't like work in through so that's probably why you didn't really see him or remember them but when it was an oathbringer remember when Calden was historically laying low? i usually do remember every little detail um sarcasm what i don't remember is big explosions yeah. speaking of what how dave there, doesn't remember why haven't there been any is, big explosions in this book yet uh because you don't remember how to pronounce uh uncle kyan's name <laughs> the axe dude yeah 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 all right, let's go. Uh, Leecher 2. Yeah. The sequel to Leecher. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Thanks, Mike. Is that a, I love that game. Uh, do we need to talk about skimming and conservation? I'm sorry. Do we need to talk about skimming and conversation of the <laughs> That is conversation of the <laughs> It says conversation. The card says moops. All right. Oh, man. Hey, uh, there should be like a daytime talk show on Scadrial called Conversation of Momentum. So I think we had this conversation before, and it was actually directly discussed with Chris. Because it's like, you would expect that no change would happen because you're changing weight, but in reality, or at least on Scadrial, uh, it does change. Like, changing your weight while in midair, uh, it, it does actually have an effect, which you, you shouldn't expect if it was just the normal laws of physics, so... Yeah, the I remember having this consistent with itself. We've, we've had this conser- conservation before, and I don't remember what we concluded in the previous book. I don't fully remember either. Uh, literally, the only person who would know this would be Wax, and if you're and he's telling us how this works. So, like, if you're going to argue with the only guy who can possibly know this, then I guess you guys get to so argue with the only guy think, who can possibly know this. I think it's just conservation of momentum right he increases his mass so his velocity decreases easy peasy <laughs> um alice in wonderland reference i'll give that one to tori uh hey uh, tori didn't read the books you didn't read alice's adventures in wonderland no i did but i didn't read the chapters for this week uh, i think it had something to do with conservation of momentum <laughs> hey you don't think there's kidnappings from the first book, but were they after hemallergy the whole time? By the way, I was being sarcastic. I, Wax I didn't pick up wasn't. On that. He still hasn't caught on. <laughs> Isn't he like catching Wax on? does not reassess his his assumptions. This is literally the first Wax thing I said. The... I was like, they're ca- kidnapping alamancers. They must be trying to get hemallergic spikes. It's like the very first thing I said in the first book. Oh, okay. I, I have a. Uh... Tori's up. Um, what am I up for? Oh. I already told you I didn't read the chapters. I thought you were saying interjecting. Well, no. Oh, I was going to say Wax is the greatest detective of his age. <laughs> Just like Batman. 
Maybe it is Superman. Okay, uh, I, I figured it out. The equation for momentum is P equals MV, where P is momentum equals mass times velocity. So if you change your mass, your velocity also has to change because you, we have conservation of momentum. So we have the same momentum. So change mass, you have to change velocity in order to have the same momentum. That sounds eerily similar to something I may have said fairly recently. Yeah, I had to, I had to look it up, but now that I see it, <laughs> but yes, p equals mv, p equals mv, p is constant, m goes up, v goes down. That m does sound down, like what you up. said before, actually. <laughs> All right, uh, Blantach brought in mayor. Oh, I mean, she brought the mayor, mm. and I think that's the end of chapter twenty-five. Mayor Goody Wilson. Progress is his middle name. I'll start by sweeping these floors. <laughs> I mean, you can start by sweeping these floors. Oh, hey, guys. Uh, you know how I go to the symphony to see movies sometimes? Uh-huh. Uh, did that this weekend to see uh-huh. Jaws for the first time. Great movie. I think that Steven Spielberg guy might have a career ahead of him. <laughs> uh, in addition to that, at the end of the year, uh, they're doing Back to the Future. Ooh, nice. So I know gonna go I'm, see that. I know it's gonna be great. Who in Central America? I'm gonna wait. I know who in the Central U.S. I'm gonna visit this Christmas. <laughs> Central hey. America means something different. It well, it does. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. Who I mean, I know whom I'm going to visit. Panama would actually probably be pretty nice in like late December, early January. Oh yeah, just like Van Halen said, because. His teacher that he had a crush on was from Panama, I think. Uh, all right. So, how far did you get in your? Uh, in your I, did, I finished. I don't yeah, feel Blant- like Blantash finished, brings in mayor. The mayor. The mayor. The one okay. and only mayor. See. Mayor is C. Uh, for for this first bullet point, I can only assume that several characters are capable of <laughs> identifying things visually. Uh, no, it's in reference to Max Wolf. I mean, it's in reference to. <laughs> It would be really impressive if Max showed up instead. Max. Yeah, Wax, Wax will figure out that the sequence can use Duralumin. No, See, no, no. Wax already out. forgot he had children. It's fine. Oh, man. It could have at least, like... What are you talking... Oh, yeah, I have a kid. Maybe I should say goodbye to my other kid. That's all I Craig, wanted. what are you talking about? He he remembers that he has one child? <laughs> uh, Yeah, so we talked about the, the bronze being actually like fairly useful everywhere instead of just on scadrill is there a copper equivalent then uh i mean copper (laughs) (laughs) i mean like bronze so for bronze like bronze on scadrill is equivalent to being a singer on roshar so what's the copper equivalent on roshar well being a singer doesn't mean that you can immediately sense when other people are using various types of investiture it means that you can hear the the pure tones i guess yeah you hear the investiture like of the the earth that you live on yeah where bronze lets you would almost certainly let you sense the pure tones of roshar but also you can pick up uh when you know people are using investiture Uh, as far as copper goes i don't know um there may not be like that one may be unique to allomancy like there there doesn't necessarily need to be an equivalent in a different power set like some things show up in lots of places, like light weaving or very or il- illusion magic, that is often called light weaving. Um, that shows up in lots of places. Copper clouds might be unique. We don't know. We haven't seen enough yet. Hmm. Uh, Leecher two, uh, that that tells us that um, this is the second of the of the Leecher series. Mm-hmm. Uh, famously, a trilogy that later expanded into uh, five portions. Still called a trilogy. Thanks, Douglas Adams. <laughs> uh, no, uh, Wax gets Wax Wax gets leeched by by his Bizarro Superman equivalent guy, and nearly dies. It's a uh, great scene. Yeah, I think the Alice in Wonderland reference is that Wax is falling past a flask, and he just goes and grabs it as he's falling past it. That made me think of when Alice does uh. that same exact thing. Yeah, that'd do it. Okay, uh, let's see. Uh, the kidnappings from the first book. Wax finally, finally <laughs> begins to reassess his assumptions. You think Mary would have come up with this? So, uh, because she read the well, she and Wax both read the death book. So either one of them had opportunity to consider the hemology. Wax historically 
all he settles on is first guess, but I, I'm a little disappointed that Marisi didn't come up with I, this. I'm going to make the case here that Marisi is the better investigator between the two. No, see, in the next chapter, we understand that they're like, Wayne explains this, they're like peanut butter and jelly. Like, wax is like stick into the situation and is a longtime detective and has the experience of peanut butter, whereas uh, whereas Marisi is more like the jelly and can more easily take the shape of the container of knowledge that she's studied over the years. You know what, Dave? You've convinced me. Um, you're right. Girls can't be good at things. It has to be boys. No, it's just that she's jelly. And she was literally jelly of wax in the first book, if you'll recall. So stick two pieces of bread on there, and you got a perfect detective sandwich. Uh, all right, so Blantac brought in Mayor, the mayor of Mayortown. <laughs> it's Bilming? Bilmingtown? Mayortown. Yeah. The the city of Mayortown is, is under, under attack. attack. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I always thought was funny? Remember when they went to the town of Citiesville, but it was actually more of a city than the city of Townsville? It didn't yeah, really make sense to me. It was great. I love how they like get sued for all the collateral damage when they go to Cityville. Anyway, um, they're like, we stopped a bank robbery. Yeah, but you caused ten times as much damage as the bank was worth. Or whatever. All right, chapter 26. Who died and entroned this guy? <laughs> Got him. Why is okay, this? This is this is a new feature to the to the bullet points. There's a checkbox. No, I remember why I wrote that. <laughs> but it's so, a checkbox. This was I was typing this on my phone and it I couldn't figure out a thing to make it bigger, so I just used the checkbox to make it stand out more <laughs> because I was supposed to remember to use this as my intro at the start of the episode. <laughs> and and it worked perfectly. Was, <laughs> well, the problem is I don't review my notes before the episode. <laughs> Otherwise, this would have worked perfectly. But I remember doing the intro in this episode and thinking, like, didn't I have like a good joke to to come in on? So we can start the episode over, or we can do another intro and then you can paste it in the beginning of the episode. In three, right, how about how two. about this? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold. On. I'm not going to do anything with it, but let's get a clean one so that other people might be able to to chop and screw this together if they want to. Okay. And Dave. Actually, my name is Gave now. And Tori. And then we're back in the episode. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Why is this guy so mean to Wax after he fought for his independence? Bilming has a what box? Tells in your ear. so stupid. Why would I write something so dumb? <laughs> hang, hang on, Dave. It's completely out of the realm of experience. I just tried to wave away a bug and slap my microphone. I'm going to edit. I'm going to mute that part, but I need you guys to know that that's a thing that happened. You're not going to hear it later, but I did. Marsh will get this sorted out. As the last remaining Steel Inquisitor, I think he has jurisdiction here. And that's chapter 26. They're in the constabulary. Wait. Constabulatory. Yeah, that's that's after chapter 26. No, that's 26. the... Yeah, the, uh, the, the other notes are for the, uh, uh, the the page. The the news the newspaper. The woman cover. Oh, we had a newspaper. Yeah. I would have known this if I had read this week. <laughs> all right, so... Uh, all right, who died and introned this guy? Uh, are you talking about the mayor of Mayortown? Yeah, it gave entrance. Mr. Mayor? Mr. Mayor Marinson, Mayor of Mayortown, uh, who is who is tragically uh, he had he had a childhood accident, and his face and head and limbs and torso uh, were all replaced by butts. Mm. He's just butts all the way down. <laughs> He's got, he does have that butt chin. Uh, anyway, uh, butt man is being a real butthead about butt stuff. He's being buddy. Wait, who's buddy? Uh, Mayor Marison, Mayor of Mayortown. This is a buddy cop film? Yeah. Uh, anyway, he's like taunting Wax about how, ha ha, you tried to help us and now it, and it didn't work. And now the thing that would help you doesn't work now because the, you're, you failed to help us. Yeah. Uh, I guess 
this guy's motive. I don't know why he hates wax so much. Probably for the reasons that most people hate wax. But I mean, he's. I do think that this plot is pretty clever. He's like, wax. He, wax has been fighting for the independence of the outer cities, and you know, if wax tries to leave the sentencing of Billmig, Billming, then you know he's he's kind of going back. He's like, oh, well, Elendil has jurisdiction, so you guys can't prosecute me, right? So he either has to stay there and be prosecuted and probably thrown in jail, or he has to admit, or he has to, like, go back and say, yeah, Elendil has jurisdiction here. So it's kind of lose-lose for Wax. But it's just like, Mayor dude, this guy's, like, trying to help you. What? Like, come on, guy. Is this, is this some kind of set thing? See what the set Plus, he has a special Batman badge that says that he's allowed to do whatever he wants. Yeah, the badge of mourning. <laughs> he has jurisdiction everywhere because Ellendell said so. <laughs> well, you know who does have jurisdiction everywhere? Death. Death. Yeah, Marsh comes in here and he's the best. He's like slamming down emotional alamancy. He uses Duralumin and iron and steel and probably pewter together to like crush a gun without touching it <laughs> like he's doing pure theater and wayne is taking notes <laughs> yeah so marsh number one he's from like 300 years in the past when uh alamancy happened to be stronger back then he has a lot of spikes which also boosts his power he has duralaman which also don't boosts forget he's a natural born bronze misting that can't hurt none sure that helps him crush guns but yeah, he, he he is a powerhouse in an era where there is no one who's a powerhouse. I love how Wayne is like, ah, I got your accent right. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we jumped ahead. So this guy was mean to Wax, and then Billming has some sort of some sort of Radio Radio box. This is some kind of invention that Elendel's never seen before at large. Uh, there was there right, was Dave, one me... like in the south, but Elendel, I don't I don't think they know what this is. Let me let me explain what a rad IO box is. Uh, it's an input output device <laughs> that is just super awesome. It's very rad. Okay, what do you put into it? Uh, I, Lunch. Uh, I believe you can skateboard on it actually. Oh, that is <laughs> pretty rad. And there's like some sunglasses. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Is, is it rad. like a boombox? Those were pretty rad. It could also do that, yes. But what's a boombox? Is that some sort of giant rad IO? Yeah. Hmm. It's not as rad as a real rad IO because you can't skateboard on a boombox. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, but yeah, no, the rest of the book is, is basically just like sick half pipe stunts. <laughs> so we can really just end here. That's pretty cool. What makes it an IO box? Uh, it has inputs and outputs. You input skateboarding, and it outputs <laughs> radness. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, Craig, handle the next bullet point. Where are we? Tells in your ear? Tells in your ear. You, you want me to talk about that? So he puts yeah. in the other earring, and he hears Telson. And she's like, oh, my gosh, the bomb, the bomb. And he's like, ah, I hate this. And then he takes it off. Well, <laughs> the problem is that... Telson realizes Wax is on the other side and starts trying to manipulate him immediately. (laughs) No, he puts it in. Telson's like, hey, idiots, go fix the bomb. The bomb to blow up Elendel. (laughs) The plan that we're doing. Go fix the bomb. Hey, somebody's. is someone on this line? (laughs) Wax? Wax, why are you listening? Hang up the phone. Wax, I'm trying to use the internet. Uh, and then Marsh shows up, which we talked about, and that's the end of chapter 26. Uh, I gotta say, it's nice to see Marsh. I'd rather it be 10 soon. Oh yeah. Do you guys remember like, when, in, like, actually full... picking up the phone would disconnect the internet? I do remember that. <laughs> hey, yep. Yep. Alright, guys, I just want you to picture full wolfhound puppy 10 soon walking into a police station and being like, hey, guys, uh, Listen. You gotta let them go. I think like, it would. Holy crap! A talking dog. It would be more like, "Hey, hey, mama said the way you move gonna make you sweat, gonna make you groove." Exactly. No, I, I got it. I got it. Thank you. That was that was from my um, brother. 
We also missed a bit where Vendel tried to like tried to conjure his way out of it and be like, "Hey, man, I'm on a mission from God." And Bilming was just like, or and and Mayor Marison was just like, "No, you're not. You're just a see-through guy. <laughs> get out of here. You're not even people." Ouch. And by get out of here, I mean stay because this is a jail. Yeah. So Jake and Ella would were conjure, huh? Not Ella Wood. Ella it, Wood. <laughs> Ella Wood is from it, Fire It's the Rebel. only explanation Ella that makes sense. Uh, all right. All right. Read me the newspaper, Dave. Bottom left. You know that means we're going to get the bottom right. Oh, there's the interim editor. There's something named I'd Kill Ilariel Lamau. You're not fooling anyone, Nas. And who's the other N? Nikki? Number 42 16th Street is such a meme address. Nikki Savage is like Steven Universe. What? So, so yeah, she's I like, tried hey guys, to figure out the come N on, N. Fuse, I want to see you fuse. Yeah, I tried to figure out the N and N, and uh, I also came up with Naj and eh? <laughs> Nuris. Uh, you guys got anything on N and N? Mm-mm. Maybe. I mean, like he has met Nikki Savage. Maybe they're friends now. Definitely possible. Who else starts with an N? Nelsier, Naladin. Naladin. <laughs> Nikki Savage is the maybe it's no. So okay, I, I I haven't read the book. So what what is the uh? Is it just N and N? Yeah. Basically, all right. So Nas take someone takes out an ad in the newspaper, and it's like, hey guys, if you happen to find any weird invested artifacts, drop them off at my house. <laughs> Signed N and N, and N is Nas, but I don't know who N is. Maybe it's Nail. The Herald Nalan. Mm. Who definitely isn't struck on Roshar. Normany? Naladon? Nalthus? So I know it was like 300 years ago, but are we for sure that Spook's dead and hasn't changed his name to start with the letter N? His name already starts with N. Nestaborns. <laughs> so in see. Bands of Mourning, there was an ad. Navani! It's Navani! Do your Ooh. metal tools speak to you? Your neighbors probably don't want to hear about it. But we do. Visit 27 Rowland Place, ask for K or N, bring the talking metal with you. So that is definitely Chris or Nas. Like, that's there's no question. Right. And they're at 27 Rowland Place. Is this the same location? Is this the same address? No. It's just 42 16th Street. So it might just, it might not be Nas. It might be someone else completely. Well, that's even less unlikely, because how many people do we know that start with N? We just listed them all, and no one is here. <laughs> it's Navani and Nikki Savage. What it's if Navani and Naj. What if Navani <laughs> just, like, kicks it's Chris Night off Blood of the research Nas. project? Like, Chris, yes. you're out of here. I'm taking over. It's Nightblood and Naj. Oh, Nightblood, Nightblood wants a friend. Oh, maybe it's Nightblood oh. and Nail. <gasps> no, no, no. It's Nightblood and Naj because the first ad was successful. <laughs> oh, and he got Nightblood. <laughs> Who's I'd kill Ilario? Someone from this newspaper. And then... Uh, that would be a distant... Uh, a. Actually, no, she probably didn't have any kids, so it would be like a distant <laughs> nephew mean... or niece of Shine Ilario. Yeah, she probably didn't. Unless she like somehow kept it really well hidden before she was supposed to marry Ellen and then died. I mean, she did marry Ellen, didn't... Or no, they were just engaged. Yeah, they were engaged, right. and... If you remember, Vin killed her so that she could go out with Ellen, and that's why that book didn't pass the Bechtel test. Mm-hmm. Right. And I feel like if Ellen had gotten her pregnant, that definitely would have come up at some point in his multiple talks with Vin, and it would have been important enough for us to have seen on the page. Well, he specifically talks about his experience and said that the only person he'd ever been with was a ska woman who was put to death. Right. So probably not <laughs> Shan Ilariel's direct descendant, but probably like one step removed. So like a great, 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 great niece nephew. Insert correct number of greats because I don't want to do that math. I don't remember the actual name of this person, but it sounded like I'd kill Ilariel. I'd, maybe Ilariel was the actual surname. I don't have my book with me. I don't even know if I read it. Okay, Steven Universe. Anything else about chapter broadsheet? All right, chapter 27. Death makes a scene. Death knows Tobal Copper? I don't believe it. Who's Tobal Copper? Charles' followers have... Well, he's that guy that Death knows. <laughs> right, Death knows. <laughs> Death 
death rattles. Troll's death followers rates. have found a way to use surges without being bound by the oaths. Wait, wrong book. You can't have a secret tripod without Kelsier. Uh, I think I may have actually talked about some of the death stuff in the last chapter, accidentally. Yep, maybe. I don't remember. Uh, anyway, he mentions the next step in the investigation, which is Tobal Copper. The guy who got kidnapped for being a rubber scientist. He invented copper. <laughs> oh, man, copper. That's like Marsh's arch nemesis, isn't it? And now I have a cat on the camera. I don't really get this tripod analogy. He's like, well, the three remaining members of the original crew, me, Kelser, and Cezid, we're like a tripod. Like, there are three of you, but I don't know why, like, the tripod. Why doesn't Tensoon count? Tensoon wasn't on that the original Tensoon crew. That is Tensoon Erasure. Because he wasn't part of the original crew. Or Sir was part of too. But he ate the guy who was, <laughs> and he took over for it. Oh, like Mega Man. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, this rubber scientist who I think was played by Robin Williams. Flubber? Uh, and then got recast as uh, Eddie Murphy. That was the nutty professor. Yes, it was. That was Dr. Strangelove, or Dr. Too little. Nope. <laughs> but that was also recast as Eddie Murphy, so yeah, actually. <laughs> and that had Norm MacDonald playing a dog. Rest in peace, you beautiful comedian. Norm MacDonald's dead? Uh, a couple years ago now, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Well, he was like... I remember Norm MacDonald being... Yeah, two years ago. September 14th, 21. I remember him yeah. being the only funny person at the roast of Bob Saget because he was the only one who didn't just degrade his material to jokes about Bob Saget and things that I don't want to repeat on a fam family-friendly podcast. I mean, that's the point of a roast. And also, he was doing an incredible bit, and I admire his commitment to that incredible bit. It took me so long to figure it out. Norm like, MacDonald? I, I don't, I don't for remember. A while. I just remember Norm MacDonald being the highlight of that roast for me. Uh, so basically everybody else there was doing like normal roast bits. Uh, Norm yeah. MacDonald was, was saying like very basic, not quite actual insults, like being intentionally unfunny. That's, that's and, like and your, he, your favorite kind of He stuck to that. <laughs> he stuck to the bit and it was incredible. Yeah, it was, I found it very funny. <laughs> um, my favorite Norm MacDonald thing since we're, since we're apparently tangenting, tangenting here, was uh, back when he was doing Weekend Update for Saturday Night Live. This would have been like, I don't know, mid-90s probably. Uh, topping the college charts this year, better than Ezra. Number two, Ezra. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, Y'all should look up the Norm MacDonald show Pokemon intro. That was like when, I was, like, when I was in middle school, I, it might not be that funny, but when I was in middle school, it was like the funniest thing I had ever seen up to that point in my life. <laughs> All right. What are we talking about? Tripods? Yeah. Yeah. Kelsey is still alive, sort of, but he's kind of like a ghost, but kind of like more than a ghost, but not quite alive. Does he have blood as a ghost? Uh, I don't know. So are like the three interlocking diamonds like in a line or are they like in a circle? I showed you the picture. Yeah, I, that I was have the always pictured them triforce No, it's not. Do I have to also show you the Irie symbol? They have a symbol? I mean, it's just the, the Aeon for Irie. Oh. Here, I, will, I, will I guess they too. have a symbol in the same way that, like, the FedEx logo is logo is a, a symbol in that it's their name spelled out. All right. Uh, I don't know. I guess I'll put it in general. So this is, this is Irie. That looks for like the, a book. Looks like a sideways book with nipples. And this is ghost blood. It's a flower. Oh. Which they mentioned in this week's chapter. I think that's I think. also a Led Zeppelin reference. Yeah, yeah, it is mentioned. No. But they're talking about architecture. I don't think Craig. What? Craig, Dave's right. That's clearly a sideways book with four nipples. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the Irie logo. Is the dot the chasm line? <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay. Yeah, I see it now. Why don't they just say three rhombi? That would be a no, lot. They, they don't have a chasm line. They haven't updated their chasm. They haven't updated their symbol. I wonder if the Irie sucks. 
anyway, I feel like we've done about as much as we can do for 27. Mm -hmm. Alright, chapter 28. Moonlight Kim. Research. Turtle bombs. So, uh, Moonlight is on the team now. So, Blantatch yeah, is like, here, take this person with you. She said she knows you. Hi, my name's Kim. And Marcy's like, it's Moonlight. But Kim is acting like all, like, adorkable. Like, has glasses. It is, and... is Marcy's first day with secret code names. <laughs> she has never heard of the possibility of lying about your name before. Wait, I thought Wax and Wayne were Sean and Gus. Then who's shy? Uh, no, you're thinking of Soup Can Sam. <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, and then, then what happened? Uh, then they go research the uh, Tobal Copper guy and find out that he made tires and was also a raving lunatic who distributed pamphlets in the street and made tires and got kicked out of his apartment for being annoying. <laughs> Didn't he get kidnapped from his apartment? No, 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 kicked out. Ostensibly. He was evicted. I was he evicted? I don't know. Probably. He actually probably was kidnapped. I don't remember. Doesn't matter. Uh, he's a crazy tire guy. I think this is the chapter before they actually go to his house. They're like they're doing research in the in the Carbranth or whatever, and Kim shows up, and it's still shy. I think there was something that made me think this isn't Ash. I don't remember why I thought that. Um, also, because you guys remember when tires were made of pure lead? And they had to be, like, melted down and then shaped by hand with no protective equipment. Tires? Yeah. Yes, tires. Wow. No, uh, that's that's that. why that's why Tobal Copper is the way he is. Mm. Lead inhalation. And that's what the saying, mad as a tire, comes from. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and then, I don't remember turtle bombs. Help me out. Craig, what's a turtle bomb? It sounds like a charged up sphere. Is what I would guess off the top of my head. Hmm. I don't remember what had turtles. But turtle well, a bomb's turtle basically would be protection. A turtle bomb's basically a blue shell, right? But I don't remember why <laughs> we were talking about turtles. Oh, it had something to do with ninja turtles. Was there a part where uh copper had to go into the sewer? No, it had something to do with ninja turtles, but I can't remember what. I need I kinda wanna uh, grab my if book it helps and look it up. If it helps, Dave. Donatello does machines. <laughs> maybe, oh, maybe because this sounded like some sort of origin story of like some mutant thing, and it made me think of Ninja Turtles. I don't. I got to write better notes. Was there green ooze involved? Yeah, flubber. We talked about that. <laughs> it must have. Had some, it was like, oh, this bomb turned you into a mutant turtle or something. I don't know. Okay, moving on. Chapter 29, Kim and the Rubber Dude. So this is where I they mean, actually... That's really all we need to say about that, honestly. <laughs> we actually go to the Rubber this Dude's apartment. This is a family-friendly podcast. <laughs> no, the Rubber Making Dude. You know... Did I not read this chapter? This is where they actually I go may... to the apartment. And they're like, hey, I there's I may traps. have stopped. I think I stopped early. Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> so Dave is the only one who read this chapter this week. <laughs> Guys, this is... I'm pretty sure. I, think... I, I promise you I read this chapter. So they go to the apartment, and they're like, oh, there might be traps. Hey, there's a bullet hole. Hey, there's blood in the bullet hole. They clean this up. Hey, you know how sometimes you write stuff down with a pen, and then you lay something on top of it because you're in a hurry? Maybe there's something written backwards on this page. Oh, look, it's an address. Oh, look, that address is where our next lead is or something. Oh, your chapters are off. That's the summary for chapter 29 in the copper mine. Yeah, I'm reading it's chapter 29, Kim and the no, Rubber Dude. No, turtle bombs. Look, n hold on. But the requirements of secrecy are not something she's ready to accept. Tobal Copper's records align with the crew's theories, except for ending in the world becoming turtles instead of dead. Oh. <laughs> turtle bombs. I remember that now. Oh, okay, yeah. yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, because yeah, the bomb turned everyone into Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, then, and then I think yeah. I think I misread chapters 23 to 29 as stop and don't read 29 uh, because my brain is broken. But we're actually going to chapter 30 this week. Dave, don't you dare. Oh, Tori's Wait, not going to like I read that. Ahead? <laughs> we're supposed to end at 29. That's what the diagram says. Wait, okay. I no longer trust Dave. Scroll down, please. 
<laughs> Why did I read chapter 30? My scroll, scroll wheel's scroll broken. I can't What's scroll down. What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> All, right. All right, let's do Tori, it's Gwyneth Paltrow's head. It's always been <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow's head, and it always will be Gwyneth Paltrow's head. Let's do chapter 29 first. All right, so <laughs> they go to the apartment. There's, bo- there's like, traps in the apartment. They're like, let me use my allomancy to see if there's traps, because you can't make bombs without metal. And then... Even the clay ones have metal in them, or whatever they said. And, and uh, um, <laughs> then they find is, the address. Uh, Where laughing. did they else? Oh, so then they're also like, oh, I remember, I remember, I remember now. Okay, so they're like, well, if you were this guy, Mister Copper, he doesn't work the set. Like the set finds secret information, and you want to keep it a secret. But this guy, like, when he finds out, like this great this like amazing discovery with harmonium exploding he's like he wants to go and tell everybody but most of the reputable broadsheets turn him down that he don't write his story so then wax is like you do you a newspaper talks about that idiot yak and then uh and then shy is like looking through her paper she's like oh yeah it's this newspaper here's the address oh look it's the same as the address you found splotched on the back of a piece of paper so they're gonna i don't know i think don't know if they're actually i think they're actually planning on going to the the address of the publisher or they're just gonna try to find that newspaper and read the story that they did gentlemen ladies we know what we have to do kill yak (laughs) why does wax hate yak so much because he's a pretender yeah, why, why does Wax pretend to hate Yak so much? No, no, Yak is the pretender. What are you talking about? You don't. You're telling me that you can't lick a wall to hear rushing water coming at you with your with your tin alamancy? Yes. Well, that's because you're not Yak. Isn't Yak you're impressive? Just, you're just not good enough. Get better at wall licking, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then you'll be as cool as Yak. <laughs> and the schnozberries taste like schnozberries. All right, so that's about it for chapter twenty nine. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so I wasn't supposed to read chapter 30 this week, but I did. But we can talk about it next week. <laughs> when you're like, why did I write these bullets? I swear, I swear, I read it. I read it, but I didn't have anything to write down about it. So I just wrote as my bullet point, chapter 30. I promise you I read it, though. <laughs> I think what happened was, like, I, I, I got my reading done yesterday afternoon, and I was like, all right, I'll leave one chapter left. And I read through chapter 29, and then I was like, okay, I got to read my one more chapter. But I guess I had finished and thought that I had left one chapter to read. But I also had 30 written down. Like, I always... You changed the diagram. You're you're a Graves. But usually the first thing I do is I look at the chapters, and then I, I like, write down the numbers. Like, I'll write down 23, 24, 25, like, before I even start reading. And I guess I just wrote down the wrong number. But I did read chapter 30, but we'll talk about it next week, and maybe I'll have better notes for it. But probably not. <laughs> so I effectively did the same thing as Dave, but backwards. <laughs> yeah. That's it. I read chapter 30 so that you didn't have to read right, chapter The universe 29. detected this lack and, like, <laughs> forces beyond uh, your control. So then, Dave, did you read chapters 23 to 29 three times to make up for Tori and Craig not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I read, I, I, I read them three times as I went. One with my left eye, one with my right eye, and one on my phone. All right, what do we have for what would normally be spoiler time that we can now include Dave in? I don't have anything this week. I, I also don't, because I didn't read the chapters. I don't have anything. Either. I read it, but I didn't yeah, highlight yeah. anything from this week. Cheaters. We yeah, that's like fighting thing. fair. That's cheating. So the episode will be like a normal length. Sheesh. Oh, whoa, hold on. Hold on, don't promise so, that. And then they're like, why is there 30 minutes still left in this? Because so I forgot to hit Telson, that. So Telson made Dude for Wax and Wayne. Yes, yes. The, like Telson Jeff made Lebowski. a dude each for Ma- for Wax and Wayne. Yeah. Oh. From Free Guy. Free Guy. Yeah. 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 Which is Cat- the same, but bigger, stronger, cooler. <laughs> I should watch that. I don't know why she recruited someone who wanted to be like Wayne personality-wise. Well, I, I think that was her... That seems like a weakness. That was her problem in describing. It's like, I need someone who's going to be like Wayne. And she's like, oh, I could be like Wayne. And like, and like, oh, great. So you want to use the power? She's like, yeah, you 
used the power. Wayne yeah, was that is the thing I was referring to. Wayne, Wayne had a moment to shine in chapter 29 where he puts the dude's hat on. He's like, to to find copper, I just need to think like copper. And he puts his hat on. And he's like, I'm a big, ugly moron, and I wear the same stupid sweater every day. And he's like, he went to a newspaper to publish his story. <laughs> Man, I really want to read chapter 29 now. <laughs> I don't have anything else. Nope. Uh, unless uh, you guys want right. to talk about Secret Project 3, I'm done. No, yeah. I haven't started yet. Same. Well, I guess Same. it's just me. Secret mm-hmm. Project 3, a Cosmere book? Yes. It is. Oh, we have more work ahead of us. We do. Oh, we won't uh, have to, so, we don't, we'll never oh, read White Sands. No. Security. No. Tori, so Dave. Tori's got us. We're reading White Sands. Yep. Of, of the four secret projects, one is Cosmere, two is not Cosmere, three and four are Cosmere. Mm-hmm. One, two, and three are out. Uh, four comes out in three months. October first. Three months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, October first. And we got job security okay. for like another year. And I don't know how long we're going to spend on White Sand. Hopefully, uh, never none. Hopefully, none. Mike, it you can just listen bad. into those chapters. It's literally, just... the next book that we're doing. So. I already bought Volume 2, and I couldn't find a physical for Volume 3, so I'm probably going to have to do digital. Aww. I'd like to find out more about this autonomy person. Do you, though? <laughs> I'm interested. Maybe she needs an avatar on Earth. Mike's over here like King Arthur and Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Like, no, let's not go to Taldane. It is a silly place. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Now now I've got, you know, the, the Camelot song, except in a desert. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alright, bye everybody. Good night, Internet. Peace out, Girl Scout. Bye. We hit stop. This has been the Cosmere Deep Dive Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at, at CosmereCast or like us on Facebook. Thanks for listening.